Hey everybody, what's going on and welcome back to another episode of Modular Components. We're two weeks in and uh, I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with that. But hey, I'm your host, The Vacuuminator, and I am joined by my fellow Modular Components. First up, it's Being Hailed. <laughs> you fucking it's guy. You Snow person. Code 83! What's up? Hey, Snow Code's here, everybody! What's going on, Snow Cone? It's been a week. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I gotta go fill the nice tray. You do that. Gotta I'm go. totally not cutting this out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fucking ice tray, huh? I was I was literally gonna go to that that was that's Boingo Ryder that's gotta go fill an ice tray, apparently. That's more important than our podcast. I was gonna go to him first this week because I went to you first last week, but fuck it, Snowcone, what's going on? What's your topic? What's up? What is my dude? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean honestly, did I get I don't think I got the uh I can't remember. I might have gotten Huffer and Air Razor Mac tonight. Uh you were saying they were coming in last week, uh off mic. Okay, then, yeah, I, I got those. It's going to be toys. Oh. Wow. Revolutionary concept. Let's go. Um, I got those in. I love Huffer. Air Razor's incredibly poseable. Uh, Mac Tonight, just unforgettable. What What is this Mac Tonight? I've not heard of it's, this Mac Tonight it's thing. It's Rack Tonight. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, these are Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom figures, by the way, Pete. And uh, Ractonite is a new character that is a... It's called a fossilizer, but it's like a weaponizer slash like armor type figure. Where mm-hmm. some of these figures are meant completely disassemble and combine with other characters to form like weapons. And the first one they released, which was... Which I have two of, I think, or three or however many. Because um, they can combine together and you can just make monsters. And it, it works really good for the bone one. Um, but the first thing they released is pretty cool, but the weapons that he can become is kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, he makes a really good axe, but outside of that, not much else. I like the big dumb sword he does, because I have that one too. It's probably the only one I'm going to get though. But, Ractonite makes a, you, you literally use all of him to make a massive hammer that was bigger than Huffer. Oh, that's cool. Did you um, post that in, uh, Boingo's toy chat? Yes, I did. Hmm. I remember seeing that and being like, yeah, whatever, fossilizers. And if you want to see that Boingo chat, you can always join. Link to that is in the description. Fuck you. You you forfeited your right to plugs when you abandoned us. But it's fun. I'm probably going to get another one if I see it. Um, That hammer is pretty sick. I'm definitely going to try to get the purple uh, Paleotrex in that set that comes with Megatron. Did you see the theory going around about that? No. People are theorizing because that's the spoiler box in the Netflix shit, uh, in the net in the Netflix show, uh, Megatron is going to scan, uh, like the fossilizers are going to be the transformers on earth and Megatron will scan paleo in order to get his T-Rex form. And they're just doing the dumbest fucking thing imaginable of having all the G1 characters turn into the beast wars characters. But all the leading up stuff shows them like. I don't like that, and I hope that's not. What I really is. don't either. Like, I'm not a Beast Wars fan, but even I'm like, that is fucking stupid. But you also got to think about it. These TV shows are made not by fans of the show, but by Rooster Teeth, who think they'll probably be doing something really cool and clever if they do that. Rooster Teeth's not the one directing. Who's directing? Probably- it? I don't know. They, they, that guy's posted videos. They posted videos of that guy talking about like how he directed the show. I was talking about them talking. He, Is it the same like, guy who did the fucking Prime War show? Oh All my. I know, I, I kind of instantly wrote the Prime War show off when I saw an interview with that guy where he was like, yeah, we put Windblade in the show because she's this cool new character who's like a, a samurai ninja robot. That's so interesting and different for Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> My brain immediately thought, like, oh, there's, like, three different ninjas. Yeah, and also that's totally not what Windblade is. She's a fucking geisha, you idiot. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's something we haven't ever established on a podcast. Cody, you hate Windblade, right? No, I love Windblade. What? Oh, okay. (laughs) You said that that with the most disdain that I was like, oh. Oh, because geisha Hmm. sounds like it sure does. Uh, but no, I like one blade. But no, those figures are pretty cool. Um, 
I love Huffer. Uh, he's a nice Yeah, how is guard. Huffer? Because he's one of those, like, maybe figures for me. Because I, I think his design is cool, but I just... Fuck money. Oh, I love Huffer. I always want pipes. Um, if I had to complain about anything, I mean, I, or no, I guess, like, the only complaint I could actually find about the figure is that he can't hold, like, his gun's a little loose. There's mm. solutions for that, though, but, like, but that's because it's two pieces of plastic that separate and squish together. So, because, like, and, and literally, I wouldn't want them to do anything else about what, because he comes with a shield, and I always love, I love it when they come with extra stuff, and I even like how Warpath has, like, a little baby shield, because it, it kind of makes it, like, a little punchy shield, too. Mm. And that's what they did with him. He's got, like, it's got, like, these angled pieces on the end of it, and you can mount it on his arm, and it kind of looks like it's a big fist shield. Um, but the shield lays on the back of his like little like hitch bed, and then the gun pieces separate and attach to either side of the shield to make a little truck bed. So he could be a little tiny like Japanese truck if it'll hauler. So he can be like a car truck. Yeah, exactly. Um, Air Razor's amazing. Uh, Posable bird couldn't really do anything. And that bird else. mode is really impressive for transformers. Yeah. The only other thing I'd want the figure to do is for the wings to be able to like bend up a little bit. But outside of that, um, I'm honestly more excited those figures I have coming in because of my obsession. And yeah, we were talking about that me, off mic. Yeah, sitting in front of me right now, the four figures that I had come in uh, that were on their way the last time we recorded. Um, it's nothing new, and only one of these in front of me is actually opened. Um, I decided that I was going to start collecting these in box, and I was going to have one figure out of box, one figure in box. To it, to to as as far as I could ride that, because honestly, a lot of the figures that I have, I've never seen in box. Um, and then some of the figures I have, like I have a two pack that was like the only like quotation mark vehicle pack they did, and it's like this punk guy. And this giant robot, and the robot turns into a giant truck. Um, like you literally disassemble him and assemble him into like a giant like ATV truck, and then he can disassemble again. And like part of him can become a glider for the uh, punk guy, and then the other parts can just become a robot with really cool hands. Um, and it's still a fully realized figure, so I love the hell out of that. But anyways, um, it's it's nothing new, but it's still Zevos. I have the the one that I have that's going to be open is the skeleton character but he comes with extra parts for the fire guy but they're all recolored so he's like this all black skeleton with like dark red flame other purple highlights and it's really striking a lot of these figures are very um and then the one i have coming in tomorrow is something i've also rarely ever seen unopened it's the uh i forget what his i posted he comes with like a battle thing but he is unopened and it's one of the figures i wanted the most uh the most because the elemental figures in this line are just made out of these beautiful clear acrylics that are also they have like they have painted overlays in them or they'll be dual molded so it'll be like two different greens that like mix in pretty to look. so that's probably like the, the thing I'm and I've put off opening them because like I don't know if I should fuck you gotta get that video shit figured out soon man you know I just don't have time right yeah I, w- I want to see you get out there I want to see you succeed boy I'll suck succeed yeah it's uh, uh, fuck it, Boingo. What's going on with you this week? What do you want to talk about? Um, okay, this is a weird esoteric way of describing it, but I've been having. I let me just talk about my brain gremlin real quick. Whoa. Um, so I started watching this dude. His name's Kodak. He talks about trading card games, not like one specific trading card game of like here's some new cards to buy to, to build a good deck. Bullshit. No, it's more of like. He does for trading card games what other people do for game design, like video game design. He goes like, this is why the card game works. This is why it didn't. These are interesting things to think about. I'm just watching and going like, oh, man, this is really cool. Oh, there's a bunch of weird shit that you can do with trading card games. They've always been a fascinating thing to me. Looking up, I have a box of like Digimon and Harry Potter trading card games with Pokemon in there as well. So I was one of those weird little fuckers. And I've always had in the back of my head an idea for a trading card game. So I've just been like brainstorming it all this week. Interesting. Is this like a game that, is this like an original card game? Or is this like you combining all those cards together to make a game? No, no, no. Like an OG, like make a new card game. Whoa. 
Like, like I'd have to start up a business, achieve capital, play test, and build a brand new card game. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 one of those back pocket projects. So, like, if we ever get to that point where we can be big enough, I'd go like, "All right, cool. See you guys in a year. I'm gonna do make a card game." Just disappear card. into your office. You like meld into the walls. Because, like, the idea behind the, like, the, the theming of the game I, I I thought of is just like, okay, that just makes too much sense. Why isn't there a card game of it yet? Is you and your opponent are both pilots of Mecha, and you're basically doing, like, giant robot fights and a little bit of a grid. And the cards you play give you, change your arms or your weapons on your robot, or change, like, your loadout and everything like that. And depending on the way you do the robot is the kind of kind of abilities you can do with the card. So let's so say like, say like a robot's kind of like a bog standard Gundam that all of your things are all about, like just different weapons and making sure you have a competent loadout, but say your robots like, I don't know, Terminator, then your entire goal is to just make sure your guy cannot die. Whoa. And you outlast your opponent, you know, of course they, they, they'd be, uh, um, not exactly. Gundam and Terminator, they'd be our own creations, inspired by. We'd have the, uh, we'd have the, uh, um, Eliminator. But, like, that'd be kind of the idea behind it, is, like, your turn, you put down, okay, I play this right arm, which lets me do this, this, and this, and this. Now I'm gonna move so I can flank you into this direction, but because I'm faster than you, that means I'm weaker in attack, so I can't make as much damage. All this kind of, like, back and forth of the game. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds pretty interesting. The biggest part is just, like... I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to make sure it doesn't... I oh, think I remember no. reading a game. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I, I, I'm not a big card game guy, but I would definitely be willing to give a game you make a shot. <laughs> no, but, like, it's just... It's just figuring out in my head, like, little bits and bobs of, like, oh, that's a neat idea. Instead of, like, having... Okay, remember Duel Masters? Yes. It was basically a simplified version of Magic. Like, Wizards of the Coast... The thing is, Wizards of the Coast were like, all right, sweet, Magic is successful. But it's really hard to get into Magic because there's so many dumb, complicated rules. I know. Why don't we ask uh, our Japanese arm to make up a brand new game inspired by magic and then we have entry-level magic and it turns out it was really good it only lasted like two years in america but like in japan it's been going strong ever since and like the big thing about that game is you don't keep track of like a life counter like you don't have like 20 hit points you don't have like eight thousand fucking hit points you just have five shields and if a monster attacks a shield they destroy it so i was like okay what if kind of did a little mix of that of like you can build up your robot's hit points, and if they and if you lose that amount of hit points, you lose like a a power brick or whatever fucking lore thing you want to call it, a shield, and you'd have like a certain number of them, and like you turn one around and it becomes like uh, how when you're watching a mecha show and someone pulls up all the strength and goes like I can fucking beat you, and they win the the episode, so you can get like moments like that. Mm. But, like, a lot of it would be, like, make the base rule set very simple and easy to understand so that the cards and the engines you can build with the decks you make can be weird and complicated. Like, I brought up Gundam. That could that would be a pretty simple, easy-to-understand kind of deck. You're, you're a robot dude and you have weapons, okay? Well, the thought was, like, okay, what if... What would it be like if you tried to turn Mega Man into a card game, right? Mega Whoa. Man X, the card just like, game, just like classic Mega Man, like this, like a classic Mega Man. You try to implement him in this game, so it'd be like, okay, you can move around and do certain things, but you're pretty weak uh, by itself. So you got to keep switching in like special effect weapons, where it's like they're weaker, but like, oh, this one can like paralyze you for a turn, or this one makes you move slower. This that kind of bullshit. So it's all about like dealing with effects. And was it Mega I, Man X a card game? Card uh, based no, thing? No, that was Mega Man NT Warrior. There you go. The yeah, yeah, yeah. 
are Mega Man EXC in Japan. <laughs> but like the other idea is like, okay, so movement would be a mechanic because it's like the idea is that you have like a five by five grid and you just have a token and that's where your pe- that's where your robot is in comparison. So each attack you can do that would be on a card has like an attack pattern. So like you have scatter shots or like you have a sniper and it's really long or you have a sword and it can only hit these many spots around you, right? Mm-hmm. So what if you made like a transformer deck where if you're a robot, you hit harder, but you're slower, but you have like a couple amount of transforming cards and you can transform into a different mode where you have no attack, but you're faster. So you can move around the board faster. You can just go anywhere. This so, seems... This seems like it could be very intimidating upon entry, but very interesting once you actually get into it. Yeah. And- I think any RPG or card game intimidating upon entry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fair. I still don't exactly know how the Pokemon card game is played, despite having tried to play it multiple times and having collected it on and off for years. Just buy the, just I play don't the think anybody game. who fucking buys the cards... <laughs> knows how to play. <laughs> then why I mean, are there fucking why are there Pokemon International Championships every year? It, it, that's it's just a championship collecting. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but like a lot of card games are pretty weird and hard to get into. Like Magic, like constructing a deck in and of itself is a hurdle because you got to know how many creatures to put into, how many artifacts, how many spells, and, like, how many lands, and you have to know how to balance that for yourself. Speaking of that, I actually found my magic deck finally, and it's a full deck with the proper amount of spells, lands, and all the other bullshit. Well, it's just somewhere. Because uh, it's probably not in the current current rotation. Because, like, every year magic basically goes, like, all right, uh, the only cards that are legal for play are the ones we're printing now. Crazy. That's, yeah. uh, oof. Yeah, no, Pokemon does that too. I know. The only one that doesn't is Yu-Gi-Oh. They have a ban list. Yeah. Remember when they, they, <laughs> fucking, I just always think of Yu-Gi-Oh now, and I think of that, that image of the guys bringing in the massive fucking Yu-Gi-Oh deck to prove the point that they needed to have deck size limits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back when Konami listened to fans. But, like, I even thought about that as, like, because I, because that's kind of unfair to players of, like, oh, you just bought a car, a set of cards? Well, in a month, they aren't legal for, like, tournament play. That's kind of bullshit. So, like, trying to figure out that, and I was like, oh, well, they're, they're machines. Why don't you kind of set it up like cars? Like, a bunch of cars can use the same parts. So that's, like, a lot of the cards that uh, are available. And if you want to build a specific deck, well, you buy basically like a crate motor quotation marks of that style of character. You have like the, the skeleton of the idea. And then you have a bunch of other things that like let you modify in one way or the other. So say like you have that transformer deck, well, you can turn it into like Optimus prime or you do like Megatron or you do like Hot Rod, where they all play a little bit different, but it's the same core idea of being able to switch between those two modes. Interesting. Uh, yes, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I would like one serving of uh, truck, please. So, theoretically... Sorry, no, no truck, uh, only monkey. We're sorry. Uh, is monkey okay? If this card game... Oh, new flips like, table walks out. If the card game had, like, movement cards and you were making, like, a Megatron build, and his alternate mode is the gun, couldn't you just reenact what I think my favorite scene from a Thew video is? Where he's got the, uh, Koro Q Megatron. Yes! (laughs) That's the funniest fucking thing ever. Oh my god. (laughs) Everybody go check out Thew Adam Toy Grind's review of Koro Q Megatron Black version. That's one of his best videos. I just, I remember being completely floored. I was like literally breathless and just like grasping at shit, trying to contain. Yeah, me too, buddy. <laughs> oh. Like imagine a Megazord deck where like you play out all the arms and things, but they like land in random places in the field. So you have to go and collect them and then you turn into the Megazord. Mm. And you could easily mod that into Voltron too. Yeah. But that's kind of the idea is this is like, 
they're generic versions of these classic style robots that you can kind of like with the way you build your deck go like, Oh, I'm kind of playing a Voltron style thing. Uh, well, I'm kind of more trying to be like Matt cross or, uh, the Valkyrie from Matt cross. And you just kind of mold it. Like the idea that the idea I had was like to make the most basic generic version of the deck, the main character is a boxing robot because that would be easy enough to like get all the mechanics in a simplified form without having to make it feel like another robot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, scale's not going to matter too much? Because if you were talking about Gundams earlier, and I want to be a hypothetical shit, technically <laughs> Transformers are really tiny compared to, like, any Gundam. And Gundams are almost on scale with, like, Zord. Yeah, but, like, Gundams are shit at transforming. They all have terrible alt modes, so... Not all of them, you son of a bitch. No, all of them, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. What, one of them turned into, like, a UF fucking O. Nasty oh, yeah, you get up. Nah, the, uh, is it Wales, or is it, um... I think it might be Sweden's Gundam from uh, G Fighter. That's probably the best. Uh, That's what you're fucking going to, G Fighter. Yeah, G, G Fighter's cool. What's wrong with G Fighter? It's not a good go to in a fucking argument about which franchise is superior. Yeah, well, no franchise has a goddamn fish Gundam. You're fucking. Oh god damn it, dude! That's like saying Disney is the superior company to Hasbro because they have a movie with blackface in it. <laughs> What the fuck? Am hey, I wrong? Guys. Am I wrong? I didn't even understand what you just said, so. Yeah. Song of the but, South, motherfucker. That didn't have blackface. It didn't? No. It had a black dude. Yeah, you're thinking of just a black guy. <laughs> oh no, I was the racism all along. WB did blackface. Yeah. No, I can see why you would say Song of the South might have blackface, the tar baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I haven't even seen that movie. I don't know why I'm talking about it like I know shit. My dad used to sing the song from that movie all the time. Which like, we, is that the Zippity Doo Doo? Yeah, yeah, I mean that's a fine song. It's just part of a terrible movie. No, like we'd be walking through Walmart and just all no. of a sudden, you know, my dad would go like Zippity Doo Da, Zippity Day. My oh my, I feel like racism today. Uh, Those are the lyrics, right? No, no, not really. I mean, they've rec- they they've separated the song from the movie. I think the song's more associated with uh, Splash Mountain now. Mm. No. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, should I go to my thing then? Perhaps. Mayhaps. Mayfex. I mean, like Apex Twin. A- Amnipolex. That's a that's an animation company. They did Gurren Lagan. What? Gurren Lagan. Gynex. Amnipolex worked on that too. Aniplex. I always thought it was pronounced Aniplex. That's because that's kind of how they say it at the end. Yeah, yeah. But remember, that's a Japanese person trying to say, like, animation cineplex. I mean, I literally just got done watching a common Rider movie that has a fucking Japanese dude saying a bunch of English, so. Uh, but, uh,. I'm not talking about Common Rider. That's what Twit is for. Hey, ev- yeah, that's that's the company. Everybody go listen to uh, fucking This Week in Toku. Uh, it's a good show. I like doing it. But uh, what I don't like doing is getting fucked over. Because that happened to me this week. And that's what I wanted to talk about. I've been saving this story all week, folks. Um, so you guys are pretty aware that I don't have the best dental health. Uh, correct. True. I was not. Yeah, my my teeth are kind of horrid. I have, uh, I have, I took care of them pretty well when I was a kid, and then shit just got bad throughout my teenage years and never really recovered. Um, had a lot of cavities, had to get a root canal at one point, had to get an, 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 like, weird filling type situation at one point. Um, and now there's just, like, large swaths of my mouth where there aren't teeth, to the point of where... I've been avoiding going to the dentist for years because A, I didn't have insurance, and B, I was terrified they were going to make me get dentures at fucking 22 or something. Um, But I'm working at this new job that I've been at for about five or six months now, and uh, I've had, I got insurance. The insurance uh, took effect at the start of the year, and so 
I figured like, okay, let's let's stop messing around. Let's go ahead and make an appointment with the dentist just to get a checkup, get an evaluation, see what kind of shit they need to do to get my mouth back in uh, proper factory working order and all that. So I went to um, the website for a local dentist that was recommended to me a couple different times because I asked around, uh, like, what was a good dentist? Where should I go to? Um, and I won't say what it is because who, who knows? With my fucking luck, they could end up sponsoring us one day. Um, but right. uh, the industry office will want to sponsor a bunch of chuckle fucks who talk about pop culture. I, dude, the world is a strange place. Um, but uh, I went to... I went to this website and they have you can schedule an appointment online and you can schedule um, as far out in advance as you need to. And you just pick a date and you pick a time on that date. So I figured, OK, I'll schedule it a month in advance so I can have like a good month of brushing my teeth and flossing and doing all the extra shit to, to kind of get them up up to as much of snuff as I can before I go in there. Um. So I scheduled it a month in advance, and I scheduled it for 1 o'clock on a Friday because I figured, okay, I can go in, I can wrap up whatever work I need to do at the end of the week, and then I can just leave at lunchtime and go to the dentist and whatever. Um, so a month goes by, and I'm doing pretty good. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm, I'm mouthwashing. I'm flossing. I'm doing all that shit. And uh, we get to the day before this appointment is supposed to happen, last Thursday as of this recording, and I'm going to lunch. Uh, I, I just had a discussion with my assistant manager about the stuff they want me to do Friday to make sure everybody is able to close out the week properly. Um, and I go to sit down and I get a text from them that basically says, uh, hey, call to confirm your appointment. And I'm like, okay, this is probably like, they probably just want to make sure I know my appointment is on that day, slash, uh, make sure I didn't get COVID since I made the appointment. So I make the call, and some fucking lady picks up, and I'm like, uh, hey, I have an appointment tomorrow. I just got a text from you guys saying the call. What's up? And she proceeds to tell me, that the location I made the appointment for, which is the the location closest to my house, because this is one of those big dentists that has a lot of locations, um, they don't actually allow appointments past noon on Friday, because they only do half days Fridays, and they're not open on the weekend. And it's different for various locations. And I'm like, okay then why the hell did your website let me make the appointment for one o'clock? And, and she said, oh, I don't know. They just, they just have that there. And I'm like, well, they shouldn't. If I'm making an appointment for your location, I shouldn't be able to make it for that time. And she's like, yeah, I know, but that's just, that, that's just the way it is, you know? Um, so do you want to reschedule? You, we have an opening at 8 a.m. and one right at noon, or you could come in some other day next week. And I'm like, no, I literally, I'm, I'm working Friday morning and I literally, it's going to take me 45 minutes to get to the office from my work. And I literally just got done talking to my assistant manager about a bunch of stuff they specifically want me to get done that morning. I need, and I was, I'm not going to do it in the middle of the week because my plan was if you guys have to do something, then I can just pass out in a pain coma until Saturday afternoon-ish. And she's like, well, well, I don't know. If you want to make another appointment, you could always do so online or you could you could figure things out with your boss or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's really not good enough. You, like, why the fuck would your website... I'm just going in a thought circle. So I'm like, you know what? Just f cancel my appointment. I'll figure it out. So I hang up the phone and I'm like having this... Because I've had anger management problems my whole life. We, we've established this in various places. Um, so I'm having like a viscerally angry reaction to this. Because I thought like, oh, I have I have the whole next day all planned out. It will go fine. fine. I'm not stressed out about getting my teeth fixed at all. Oh, uh, like I thought it was going to be scary, but it'll be fine. And then this shit happens. And... I'm really pissed off. I'm I'm like holding myself back from throwing a chair in the break room mad. Um 
And right then, I get a text from my mom asking me to go visit my dad, who just that day had been moved into a rehab facility from the hospital because she doesn't have time to. And to back up for a second, first day is the day I get paid. So it's usually the day I go and pick up my groceries. And I'm like, how am I supposed to go visit him? Because they're, I get off work at 4. They stop taking visitors at 4.30. It'll take me at least 20 minutes to get over there. How am I supposed to go to him and get the groceries and all this extra stuff and also be home in time to uh, get on for MMWP, which is fucking hilarious in hindsight because we didn't end up doing MMWP that night. Um, And so uh, I ended up having a bit of a breakdown, honestly, was a thing that happened. And... It was just the most ridiculous shit ever to the point where I basically went to my mom and I was like, I don't know how I'm ever going to get this dentist shit done if I keep getting fucked over like this. Like, last time I tried to look, last time I had health insurance, there was no place in the area that was open at uh, at uh, on Fridays. So I flat out couldn't do what I wanted to do of just dealing with the pain over the weekend. And she's like, I don't know, just back off of it for a little bit. And so that's where I'm at with that right now. And I mean, I haven't had any two fakes in a very long time, almost a year and a half, I would say. So it's not a huge immediate need, but it does kind of leave me in this bizarre place of, okay, do I just leave my teeth fucked over forever? Because dentist office offices seem to be extremely hard to fuck with is kind of the situation I'm at. And I don't know, I just wanted to soundboard that off you guys. That's a shit situation. I don't know, I also really went to the dentist, but um, I like my dentist. You like your dentist? Yeah. Good for you, I'm glad you have a dentist you like. Only it- issue is I have to get a... My tooth issue is that I have three wisdom teeth that are all uh, impacted. Um, mm. And they're decaying, but thankfully they don't hurt. Um, because they've yet to reach that state, but I had another wisdom. By the way, ne- like always, try to go through a dentist or a specialty place that will that'll remove it, even if it's expensive. Like if you could afford it, or if you, um, because the emergency dental places fucking. Mm. Because I went to a place that was called Stop Emergency, like not what in Jacksonville. Fuck? That doesn't that doesn't sound like a legit business. It's legit, but they'll do it for like three hundred bucks. They'll pull a wisdom tooth pull. A wisdom tooth for three hundred. Ah, no, that that sounds like that sounds like grip the stick. All right, let's do it. It literally was that. I've oh, oh listen, no. He climbed because my teeth were so fucking like like in there, and because it was the wisdom tooth, he literally climbed up on my chest entirely. And like I saw the reaction on the nurse's face in the room. She was like shocked because one, the table tipped backwards. Because <laughs> I'm on it, and then so is another man. And two, this guy has his knee in my goddamn chest, and his full God fucking power, his full power, like, going at the tooth, and it would not give. And all I could think, and I'm, like, sitting there, what, like, What did this guy look the, like, dude? He was just, like, a guy. He was, like, in his 20s, like me. Like he was, But he was, like, thin. He was, like, a normal dude. Like, not even muscly, just going at it, just fucking... Yanking like and janking. He was giving it his all, and what I was afraid of is because it was on the right side of my mouth, and he was pushing to the left. I thought it was literally going to like snap, and then he was just going to take out all my fucking teeth with this pair of pliers. Oh, I'm picturing that now, and I don't want to. It, it was, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. God literally, damn. all he did was like numb me and then do that. I came out of it shaking. That sounds like the most Palaka ass thing to ever be in Jacksonville. <laughs> Honestly, and like to get the rest of, and like that it needed to be done, though. I was like terrified of that um, just because like they told me that if I didn't get it taken out soon, it was going to start going to my brain. So I was like, maybe I'll do it now because I, I dealt with it for like two years. Um, oh, it's going to give me brain damage. Maybe I'll deal with that. Maybe. Maybe we'll take care of it. We'll see. But that shit hurt for like two years straight. I had to like constantly buy Aura Gel and a trick that I figured out is like. And it's not good, but like getting whiskey or some high alcohol, like volume <laughs> alcohol, 
and literally letting it set in your fucking mouth. Jeez, dude. Jesus fucking Christ, I'm glad I've only ever had a cavity. See, I've never been afraid of the dentist. I've obviously been very frustrated with dentists, but that that could borderline make me terrified of the dentist for life if that happened to me. Here's the thing, I'm not afraid of, like, dentistry or anything, or even, like, anything medical. I just do not do well with needles. Yeah, you told me this. No, like, legitimately, one time I, I was getting my blood drawn for a thing, to just j- simple checkup testing bullshit. I apparently was so fucking pale, I was green, and I nearly passed out. Whoa. <laughs> Fuck needles. <laughs> See, like, I'm okay with pretty much everything medical, except I don't think I could ever get a physical. Like, I don't think I could ever get a full athletic physical because, and I just realized how uncomfortable this is going to be for you guys, but I would never want any another man to touch my balls. Well, eventually you're going to have to get that taken care of. Yeah, I'm not always, looking forward to that. <laughs> it doesn't always have to be a... Honestly, I prefer it, but not for whatever. Um... One of the physicals I had was an old lady, and she had would be worse, honestly. The longest fucking nails. (laughs) Would be so much worse. Oh no, bro! Like that that whole physical. I was like younger, but like that was just uncomfortable because they're like, oh, she's like, by the way, this this young lady, this nurse is gonna be learning, so she's gonna be watching the whole thing. And I'm like 14, and I'm like, okay. See, here's the thing. is like, It's not even a gay thing for me. I just, I would never want anyone who I'm not, like, intimately, deeply in love with to touch my junk. You just it, gotta break through that, though. You can know if you have testicular yeah. torsion or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Also, eventually, you're gonna have to get a prostate exam. Yeah. Oh, I'm terrified of that. <laughs> I'm genuinely terrified of having my balls touched for the sake of my health. Like, two fucking months ago in, like, fucking Kentucky or some shit, there was a story, like, a news story, where this guy was getting a prostate exam, and the doctor... Dude, don't tell me this shit, I don't care! The doctor hit the fucking G-spot for this guy. (laughs) And he got so mad that he shot the doctor in the fucking chest in the goddamn office. The doctor was fine. Dude, survived dude, the shot. Dude, I would kill myself. I would kill myself if God, that happened. <laughs> but I it's just... so funny because, like, the dude, like, I could only imagine, like, the shambles this man's life is in because, like, he got to experience, like, immense pleasure and then, like, turns around and he's like, fuck you, and shoots him in the chest. For <laughs> also, also, the fact that this guy had a gun on him right away probably means that he was, like, a maggot nut or something. So he was definitely, ha- like, like oh, wishing he fucking case of the nut case. Uh, <laughs> see, here's the thing. In my head, I'm just imagining that happening, and the voice coming out of the guy is just like one of those anime moans. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I was thinking of like baffled, like like rambling, just like. <laughs> <laughs> he turns just... around like fucking Edgar from Men in Black. Uh, I like how I took this podcast from fucking trading cards to G-spots in the prostate exam. <laughs> Did the article say he orgasmed? Should have made him come. Mm. I mean... <laughs> Let me find it. Let me find it. <laughs> no, don't! Let I me don't be careful on how I search that. So... <laughs> Snowcorn, I do not need this in my life anymore. You, you, you would get a video that's similar to the titles for our wrestling podcast. Yeah, have you seen that shit, Snowcone? What fucking Chris is doing that I, I foolishly started him down the path of. No, all our wrestling podcasts are, uh, are, uh, are like porn titles. They're titled like porn videos. Sweet yeah. Jesus Christ, it was a Florida man. Not <laughs> it was a Florida yeah. man! Oh my god. Oh, I'm genuinely upset that the fucking, the fucking guy got hurt. Or no, wait. Oh. Homophobic man shoots doctor for making him <laughs> classic. The doctor's fine, right? The doctor's fine? Hang on, some of these fucking... 
Oh, cool. Hard factor, nine out of 18. Florida Man Friday. Man comes from prostate exam. (laughs) Snow cone, is the doctor fine? Let me find out. Because if he's fine, you know what we have to do, right, Boingo? What? We have to send this to fucking Nash and Tara. Oh. They might have talked about it. The incident took place on August 22nd. The doctor survived the gunshot wounds. Wounds? And he is recovering. (laughs) Well, I mean, the guy already did have one shot. Did he just unload a clip into him? Milo fled the state on the day of the incident, and he is believed to have left the U.S. Holy shit. He's still out there, dude. Pegman still at large? Dude, he's, he's, he's like, living in Mexico, and he's just, like, completely derailed. Like, he doesn't know anything. Like, who am I? Like, he doesn't know. He walks by a sex shop every day, and he stares at the dildo just going, like, Fuck, should I? When the heck was this? Dr. August. Harold Smith Jr., the doctor August. that Milo shot had this. Yeah, they might have. I didn't I haven't I've been watching them a lot this year, but I didn't watch them much last year because fucking I figured their show would be horribly depressing with COVID and whatnot. Bro. <sighs> I understand damn. that Milo was shocked by what happened. Orgasm meant something sexual. And he became very aggressive, ordering me to apologize. That's I didn't like, even oh. know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> fucking go back to the top. Make sure this isn't a fucking onion article. <laughs> it's posted on so many places. I love the line. Um, an orgasm meant something sexual had taken place between us. That sounds like something out of a fucking fourteen-year-old's anime fanfic. It sounds like a fucking line from a hentai, just straight up. It does. It says August 26th, 22nd. Yeah, they might have talked about it. I'm going to have to check. Check, bitch. Fucking fact check that shit. I love it to death. Dear God. Is it wrong that I'm just imagining a slightly older Jake in that position? Like, that's just a visual I have of the dude. Who is this Jake? Is you obviously a... misunderstand how Jake is. Is this a local boy? What? Local friend. Yes. friend. Okay. As Jake likes to say, he fucks pretty. He doesn't care. Whoa. Who? No, I'm not saying he would. I'm not saying like him. Know, per- like I'm saying visually, I the way I see the dude. Like That's if true. I was if I was doing this as a play, I'd cast him. I figured it'd be you do this. This would be the best fucking modular play of all time, and it would be the only modular play of all time. No, I, I want to do. I want to do several plays. Oh wow! What uh, do you have? Custom plays work. Custom play. Do you have original works, or would you fucking adapt Shakespeare and shit? I mean, dude, Shakespeare's fucking public domain. Fuck yeah, we're doing Shakespeare. What the fuck you talking about? Okay, I'll fucking be and not be. No, 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 fuck, get actors. We just treat it like we're a fucking theater production studio. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of my ideas for modular, AQ, a, modular HQ, is just have a giant room with a stage in it that we can also build sets in for filming shit. Well, I mean, if you're doing Shakespeare, you don't need fucking sets. You just need, like, a couple things. I mean, like, sets for videos and stuff, independently of the plays. No, if we're doing sets for videos, you don't do it in a fucking room like that, where you you'd set up plays and shit. You do it in, um... Like, basically, like, a fake house living room, and you have these as, like, sets, and you just make whatever rooms you want. Sweet. Fucking weird moral. Bite the Whoa. hand that feeds you, kids. <laughs> Don't oh, God. Fingers that fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> uh, if we were a more edgelordy group, we would make, like, a t-shirt of that. Uh. I wonder if that's yeah. ever happened to the doctor before. Not the shooting part, like the... Oh shit, I just made a dude come. I imagine not, given how surprised he sounded. Okay, I'm just thinking about this logically. This dude was a hair trigger with that shit. Yeah, he was probably wearing the gun in the doctor's office. No, 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 not that hair trigger, the other hair trigger. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> he was loaded, all right. <laughs> you broke on. <laughs> he went off. <laughs> uh, he was certain. He certainly half cocked. I mean, it's obvious he wasn't shooting blanks. Listen, he literally shot twice. He literally <laughs> fucking oh my, so many. But did he? Did he like Han? Did he shoot first? Yeah, and second. <laughs> Dear God. Get a fucking shot off in the original cut, bitch. 
We're talking about a man Neither coming here. Why are we talking about nerd shit here, man? We're talking because about a man talking, coming. We were talking about nerd shit 20 minutes ago, and I'm trying to get us back to that. No, man. This 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 podcast is only about weird Just homophobic like male man. orgasms. Just like the Florida man who fled the, the who fled the United States. We're changing our fucking. <laughs> we're changing our tagline from "out of many one" to "weird homophobic." <laughs> I can't even say it. Out of many one to into one many. <laughs> oh. oh, this is the best second episode I could have asked for in the worst way. Fuck you. They're supposed to be very, very intense. I wonder if the doctor's wife was like, oh, so you're going to just make him come like that, but you can make me? God. God, I hope they have inside jokes. (laughs) Whoa, don't shoot the messenger. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Enough. I mean, at least the other guy got something shot into the other, uh, the doctor. (sighs) Does anybody else have an alternate topic or is that the end of the episode? Please don't let that be the end of the episode. <laughs> I mean, if you ever are getting a prostate, you don't feel both hands on your shoulders. Because that's when you know. <laughs> that's a my dad joke that my dad tells me. It sounds like a your dad joke. I'm glad it's a fucking your dad joke, because otherwise I'd have asked to vote you out of the group right there. Uh, we are alienating so many viewers right now. But uh, our, our viewers don't like to hear... 20 minute conversations about a weird homophobic dude getting getting pagged by a doctor. The two gay the two gay people out of our five listeners have just unsubscribed. Well, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. You Not no that. I don't have a problem with this. And you're oh 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 and you're the expert on what gay people would have a problem with. Well, I mean we did go to art school. God damn it. Experience, so I guess. <laughs> this is new information to me. Uh, God. What? Uh, uh, you, Cody, have you have you before. have you tried out for the other team? I play for whatever. team. Oh, okay, cool, good for you. We've but also, he has first hand experience. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that totally changes my my opinion of the last twenty minutes. No, yeah, dog, yeah. And if memory serves, Boingo, you at one point told me that, like, you weren't explicitly gay, but if you ever fell for a guy, you wouldn't have a gay panic moment, right? Yeah, no. It's, it's yeah. Avoid brokeback situation where you're just in pain. That's fair. Basically, the, basically the way I describe myself is I am pretty much a straight dude. But, like, if David Bowie rose from the grave and, like, peaked David Bowie-ness and said, like, all right, me and you, we're fucking... It's hard to say no. That's that's fair. And like the thing is I'm able to appreciate a handsome man. I just ain't into dicks. I don't like any dick that isn't attached David to my Bowie body. Dick. David Bowie I, dick. But it's not my dick. My dick is the only dick I'm okay with. And even then it's only like <laughs> Fuck you, I'm posting the episode with that hashtag on Twitter now. Uh, uh, but no, I, I have I am very much a, a very a very a very straight fellow. I do like my ladies quite a bit. To the point where um, the current Super Sentai season is reali- is making me realize that I might actually l- like robotic women as well. Okay, now we're getting yeah. to the point. Yeah! Now we're getting to the point where we get in the episode. <laughs> Fucker! <laughs> yeah, that's a bit too weird, honestly. You gotta say. Oh, come on. Like, you never wanted to fuck RC, Snow Cone. Literally never, actually. <laughs> really? I hate that shit. I hate Rule 34 Transparent. But give him really? Ultra Magnus. Oh. <laughs> no, dude, none of it makes sense to me. And, like, none of it. I, I like, mean, maybe the fucking, like, uh, what is it? The Aerosmith cover magazine, you know, their album cover. Here's the thing, though. Here's the question. How robot is a robot? How robot does a robot have to be the unfuckable? Because, like, think about, like, the major from Ghost in the Shell. Like, I mean, she's I basically a sex doll with she's... a consciousness. Am I wrong? She's a super spy, but whatever. She's. A I mean, like, I mean, in the construction of her body. Yeah, I mean, or, her body is made to like be able to do crazy shit and go and be sexy, but it's also designed to be sexy and appealing. But that's, but that's the question: How robot is too robot? Like, I eat a, uh, I eat a battle angel. Hmm? I, I mean, I'll eat a battle angel just because I don't want to look at those eyes for too long. 
for literally the people on this planet because there's people who fuck tailpipe. <laughs> oh god, I'm glad I'm not one of those people. No, you just like dragons doing it. I mean the dragons remotely. I think I think the dragon shit is kind of weird, honestly. But like you, you do you definitely need to end this immediately. <laughs> Hey, hey, you're the one who brought up the story that got us here. Oh, thank God, I'm being hailed. Oh, fuck you. All right, call it. Cut it. All right, right, fucking let's start ending the episode. Uh, Snowcone, tell the good people who you are and where they can find your stuff. Um, I'm actually the doc... No, um, so my name is Snowcone83, and the best place to see me anything right now, and never understand... On Instagram? On Instagram. Um, Outside of that... If you ever add any games, yeah, I am gonna try to do this. Sick. I'm gonna, do it. I'm gonna go watch Impact Rebellion and be in bed at two a.m. I'm gonna uh, go start the dishwasher. Hell yeah, uh, Boingo! Tell the good people who you are and where they can find your shit. Hey, howdy, howdy! I'm Chris Boingo Writer Guest, and I make video essay and editorial type content. You can find me on YouTube at Boingo Writer. You can also find me on Instagram at Boingo underscore Writer, at Twitter at Boingo underscore Writer, and you can join my Discord server where we hang around, talk about toys, shit post, uh, post aesthetic stuff, all that jazz. Uh, and I am the Vacuuminator. That's spelled T H E V A C U U M I N T A O. And uh, I'm an internet personality who makes vlogs, toy reviews, and media analysis. You can find all that over at youtube.com slash thevacuuminator. However, I am currently on hiatus, so you'll be looking at my backlog there. Um, but uh, I'm also on social media, at thevacuuminator, and Instagram, the underscore vacuuminator. And you can check out plenty of more stuff from Modular Media. We have our weekly Tokusatsu podcast, uh, This Week in Toku or Twit, with myself and Miriam of Bustercore. Uh, we also have a weekly wrestling podcast, Modular Media Wrestling Podcast, or MMWP with myself and Boingo. And we have a weekly Marvel and General Comic Books podcast, which will be a little more General Comic Books this week than it has been, thanks to uh, some some distinguished competition catching my eye. Um, and uh, also, we're talking about a famous Marvel uh, comic, since there's no new uh, MCU shit this week. But that is uh, Mar- Modular Media's No Prize podcast, so be sure to check all those out by going to our central YouTube channel. Um, just search Modular Media, and it should be the first actual channel that comes up. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, do us a favor. Give us a like, give us a comment, subscribe, ring the bell in order to enable notifications so you can get every podcast we put out as they come. And do me a favor, give us a follow on at the Modular Media on Twitter. And join our subreddit, r slash modular media, so you can get all kinds of good updates and stuff about what we're doing and when shows are coming out. But I believe that is going to do it for this week's episode of Modular Components, our flagship show here at Modular Media. We will see you next time.